Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hey there, Balooniacs, it's Aeronauts, Zach and Tyler here. What you're about to listen to is essentially an after show to the fights that we've been doing. Basically, after every fight, we've been just having a conversation between the three of us. What we actually think would happen outside of the kind of realms of the, the competition we set up. And we thought we would release these to you as... I guess, I don't know, kind of bonus content and also desperately giving us room to record more episodes so we can be ahead of schedule for the first time in 2023. Yes. So, yeah. Welcome to the after show. I hope you enjoy. Okay. I didn't know how to argue this. No, no, I had no idea. Um, This is the only one that I really feel like would end in a draw, and I agree not... And because of what you were saying. She'd be like, let's stop fighting. And he's like, that sounds like a great idea. And then they get tacos. I'm not kidding on that one. And, like, also, the only other thing that I was looking for, like, a possible argument that you could make for, like, a better draw in his favor is that, like, I could fully see him just like, well, duplicate, run away. Yeah. Just... He's just going to bounce. He's my backup plan. Whatever goes down here, I got someone gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, who knows if he'll send in the original. It's it's also hard with Jamie Madrox because the nature of the duplicates. Anytime something wildly out of character happens, oh, no, that was a duplicate. Or, mm-hmm. like, he's not always sure what happened that was a duplicate or was him. God, because that's, that's he gets, a fuck. You know, I mean, with the baby thing that we mentioned, he got blackout drunk made a duplicate because he stumbled into something both him and his duplicate hooked up with separate members of the team and then when he woke up he didn't know which one was him and which one was the duplicate because they're both kind of him and then the duplicate got siren banshee's daughter who is in her like mid-20s like she's yeah. No, because when you say Vanshee's daughter, it sounds yeah. bad. No, yeah. I mean a but also, fully like, adult daughter. <laughs> With all these comic characters, all of it's fucking hard as shit to be any of it normal and not weird. Considering oh, it's it's all the biggest soap opera of all time. Banshee is older than all of the other all new X Men team by like at least ten to fifteen years. He is Professor X age. The rest of them were like teens to. 20s. Also, he had her as like a teenager and didn't know about her. It's a whole... It's a thing. The Banshee Siren store saga is a fucking saga. But anyways, she gets pregnant. Oh god, Banshee would have been so fucking mad if he hadn't been dead at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man. Hadn't been dead at- Peter I David's X-Factor, investiga- <laughs> X-Factor Investigations era when it was like a team of superheroes that are private eyes was such a, like, wonderful era of really owning the soap opera that uh, X-Men wasn't doing as heavy at the time. Mm-hmm. I want to know how many uh, squirrels squirrel girl can summon, actually. I don't know how to look that up. I was trying to I don't to know if they've ever out. put like, an upper limit to it. There have been a pile of squirrels. I'll tell you this much. Like, she, in one issue, she builds her own Iron Man exosuit out of squirrels. Yes. The only way that I could think of to look this up is how many squirrels live in New York City? 
So here, the other thing this match made me think of for the future, should we ever do this versus format again, this was all like randomly assigned. And this makes me think that the next time we're doing random assignment, we should each have like a like one like non-random pick. <laughs> like, because I want, because I felt really bad arguing for Squirrel Girl, knowing how much Steven loves her. <laughs> oh, but also, like, I part of me doesn't want to even try and argue because I would be heartbroken if I lost. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, Steven's talked about how much he hates the debate, but that's also part. some internalized anxiety. Yeah, no, no, I get thing. it. I do kind of wonder if we do this in the future, if we should do more the bonus episode style and just like free Talk bounce off each other than... as opposed to the actual like. I would I would love that more personally. I'd be okay with that. I was just wondering. Refine like, I did, it a I, little bit, maybe make there some sort of like somebody's coming with a little bit more of an edge, but yeah, I don't know how but, we can like, talk about it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And I've had fun with this season. I just definitely was wondering, like, okay, this was an experiment season. How do we want to go going forward? But honestly, yeah. I don't know if any other episode we've done, if the answer had been a draw, I would have been like, that's some bullshit. We have to make a choice for this. But with this one, I'm like, I don't know how to not make it a draw. It's either a draw or she wins because of the whole nature of her writing. Yeah, like, there's so much plot armor there of being unbeatable Squirrel Girl. But also, like... Even I, more plot armor than when we brought up plot armor in regards to, like, Wolvie. Yes, because, like, literally in her fucking design of a character, kind of within naming of, like, she's constantly referred to as unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And, like, in Well, Westlake and she Defenders. was invented to be a joke character. Mm -hmm. But also, I love that, like... I very much love the approach that she is unbeatable in a lot of contexts of, like, she just, like, figures out a different way to beat the situation, not necessarily... Sometimes it is she just fucking... She just punches out a doom bot if she needs to, or, or goes to the moon ready to fight Galactus, but realizes, oh, I can just, like, talk to him, get him to do something else. Also, as a quick aside, and this actually does, I think, beat... Because there is a limit to how many dupes Jamie can make. Mm -hmm. He can make probably hundreds. Like, he can make many, many dupes, but... So many dupes. In 2019, it was estimated that in New York's Central Park, 2,373 2, squirrels lived. Okay. Now, I doubt there's a lot of squirrels outside of Central Park, just by the nature of squirrels, but, like, that alone... I don't know. That's a lot of... I imagine some, not a lot, but like some. I, I, what I'm saying is I assume that this is the biggest concentration of squirrels by a significant number. Yeah. I am going to say um, the ones outside Central Park are probably meaner. Oh, there's those scrappers. are going to be your dumpster squirrels. Yeah. Like. This is what I'm talking about. I feel like there's going to be some some squirrels that Some less than savory squirrel types. I'm just saying outside of Central Park, it's going to be mostly like rats and raccoons. Yeah. I don't know if there are raccoons in Manhattan, but raccoons are the species that have adapted best to city life in the world outside of humanity. Raccoons fucking love city life. Pigeons? No, I mean, literally, there were studies done. Raccoons have done it the best. Yeah, they, they've, yeah, they like, they like it. Interesting. They like it good. On average, they're smarter. They have a better chance of solving puzzles when scientists do stuff. They, their numbers have fucking multiplied. Oddly, jaguars do really well. Which is fucking scary as shit. Yes. <laughs> The Planet Earth 2 episode on the city life is fascinating. Nightmares. Because they're, like, just small enough of a big cat to, like, get around, but mm -hmm. big enough to be terrifying. Also, there's a lot of wild hogs that do decently well around there. So the jaguars are like, I'll take care of that for wild you. hogs? Huh? 30 or 40 wild hogs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a draw. I think that's just... You know what I think? <laughs> if it comes At the end of the day, if it comes down to, like... I counteract think... the squirrels and counteract most of the dupes. 
Squirrel Girl's going to punch out Jamie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like based on what I've seen in the comics, she's going to be able to bring in enough squirrels. Because in all honesty, I feel like two fucking squirrels is going to be enough to really get me off my fucking game. I got one attacking me in my face and another one doing whatever he's doing. I'm going to be down. Admittedly, part of my thing there that I was thinking about is I just listened to a Dungeons and Daddies episode where he they pulled the deck of many things in D&D and like he just has to defeat the next enemy and he'll automatically gain a level and they convince a squirrel because they're in like a Disney forest basically. They convince a squirrel to fight him and he just shoots the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, take a... The problem with fighting a squirrel is like, I don't think the squirrel can do enough damage to me to cause significant problem, but fucking punching that squirrel is going to be... Dealing with the squirrel is going to be a hassle. And that's Dealing why I was like, squirrel three is gonna squirrels is going to be enough that if, like... if Doreen's around fucking up at my other duplicates while I'm there being distracted by squirrels as well, I feel like she's got time on her side to just knock everybody out. Can I... It is the question of like... It, it, it's like one of those, you know, when I did fighting games, I used to play super heavy-duty characters because the other person could hit me. 15 times to every one time I could hit them, but I only need to hit them twice to win. Mm -hmm. And it's that kind of thing. Like, can I hit them the twice that I need to hit them? And I always take the opposite approach of, I'm going to be as quick as I can to hit you as many times as I can. In fairness, I did not win many fights with Astaroth. So like, that's... <laughs> and I tend to go glass cannons, where I really hope I don't get hit, <laughs> but I'm also only trying to hit you like three times, mm -hmm. and you're done. Interesting. This explains a lot about all of us. <laughs> I love glass cannons. I've always been a tank. I Squirrel Girl wins, but it will end in a draw. Like, they will, will be like, no, you have to fight! And they'll be like, nah. Like, like, I, I think if we're, like, forced to fight for whatever reason, I feel like Squirrel Girl would would win. But, like, I feel like, in all honesty, it's not going to get to that point. Mm. When we're, so the, the thing that makes hard, Squirrel Girl hard is because of the way she's always been written. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think about this, and maybe it'll eventually come up as a thing anyway, but I wanted to at least bring it up. What I thought would actually be a really interesting matchup that I think she would still win is would actually be scroll girl versus the punisher because he is whenever he's written with a group he's consistently written in a way where he is so good at gun that he can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with people oh god that just made me real sad to think about all the squirrels getting shot yeah what i think would happen there is he would end up shooting a squirrel and as much as i just portrayed a thing where i thought that was really funny in dungeons and daddies uh <laughs> They would make it sad, and then she would go, like, Wolverine Berserker Rage on the Punisher, which I am into seeing. Yeah, I think she would win, but when I was trying to think about the way that different characters are written, I was like, oh, this actually gets really interesting, because whenever he's not, like, in his own universe, which is kind of the way all of his solo series are written, like, he is so good at what he does... He can just go toe-to-toe -to -toe with superpowers. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a Punisher War Journal series Greg Rucka wrote where he took on the Avengers. And he didn't really win, but he took on the Avengers. Mm -hmm. That's still pretty good. Yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, Squirrel Girl with the winner tie. Mm -hmm. It yeah. depends on the day and <laughs> how serious either one is taking it at the I, moment. I mostly only ever see multiple men winning as like a first act of a Squirrel Girl comic of like only to like get beaten in the second act. If he's in one of his serious phases, he could do it. But more often than not, Jamie is not in a serious phase and is just, yeah, I'll be the muscle, sure. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. That's for that one. Sweet. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.